Andrew Pitkin here on KNEM KNMO on an update program as we have the executive director over at the Nevada Public Library on. It's Jody Polk. And Jody, thanks for your time. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And so we'll get right into things. And we haven't actually been able to talk over the last year or so. And so just wondering how things have gone with the COVID-19 pandemic over at the public library. Oh, wow. Well, we've certainly made some changes to protect the health of our staff and patrons. Our goal during this time of heightened precautions has always been to offer the highest level of service to our community, but we also wanted to take steps necessary to keep everyone as safe as possible. So we closed last spring under the governor's stay-at-home order, but as soon as our employees could get back to it, we offered curbside services. That was an entirely new service that we offered to get the books into our patrons' hands um, while we had to keep the building closed to gatherings, but uh, that was only about a week or so that we had to... um, to stay out of the library building. And then as soon as we could open the building, we opened with metered access, um, which meant we limited the number of visitors and the, the time that someone could be in the library. But really, we've been open with normal business procedures since May 18th of last year. But we still get some calls from the public asking if we've opened yet. And we're here. We're, we're ready to help you with whatever you need. Would you say that you've seen more or less traffic at the library as a result of the recent pandemic? Well, I'd say that the number of daily visits has been a little lower. Um, We really think that that lower traffic may be due to that just more people have at-home Internet access. But our overall um, visits for vaccine, copying, um, the use of our public computers and free Wi-Fi, those visits are just as Um, frequent as years past. What are some of those services that you have started to offer? You mentioned the drive-through kind of service that you were using. Are there any services that you're thinking you didn't do before, but you might continue as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, even when it's over? Yeah, the the curbside service has been great. I think it's a convenient option for um, maybe patrons with mobility issues. They can just pull right up under the awning and um, let us know that we're here with a phone call and we'll run those books right on out to them. Um, It's also really convenient for moms that have, you know, several children in car seats or um, they don't really need to come in and browse the stacks. They can just pull up and and give us a ring and we'll we'll bring the books out to them. Um, We plan to continue that service at least for the near future, and probably it will just be a convenient service that will continue from here on. What are some of the programs that you're currently offering at the library? We are offering online story time through Zoom, and so each month we have, um, through the school year, we have offered a live Zoom program with our families to participate. Uh, We do some songs and silly rhymes and dancing um, online with our youngest readers, and the last one of the school year is scheduled for May the 7th at 10 o'clock, and the link is available on our Facebook page. But then we also have some reading at home incentive programs. Even for our youngest readers, we call that program the 1,000 Books Before Kindergarten. And families can track their reading um, starting from birth 
all the way through the first day of kindergarten. And if they read 1,000 books, which is about a book a day for three years or uh, two books a day for a little more than a year and a half, um, it's very attainable. We've had several families complete that, but when the child completes it, they get a little graduation cap, a book bundle for their home library, and a little certificate. Um, so we have several families participating in that. And then for our early, or our older readers, um, in kindergarten through fifth grade, we have a reading club called Picture Book Passport, and they this collection features picture books that highlight countries A through Z, and readers can travel the world through reading these picture books. So that's a really fun way to um, talk about cultures and, and highlight different countries. And then we have a similar program for older readers called Novel Adventures Reading Club, and that's for a little older readers maybe that are um, beyond picture books but reading novels. And so we have a collection curated for that program as well. So we're always um, encouraging families to read at home. And then, of course, we're going to talk more about our summer reading program here in just a bit. Absolutely. And so speaking here with Jody Polk, she's the executive director over at the Nevada Library. And Jody, just curious as well about some of the services that are available at the library. We mentioned some of the, uh, dr- like we said, the uh, drive through services. But what what else is going on? Yeah, uh, one of the exciting announcements that we've made in the past month or so is we've um, opened the Annex Community Room here at the library. Uh, The community room is open to organizations during library hours, and now that can be open for groups up to 24 attendees. It was previously limited to 12 or fewer. Um, So we we know that um, organizations are looking for a place to meet, and that is available. We have a an application available, and of course, we um, welcome anyone who's interested to give us a call, and we can find out if your program qualifies for that. And then we also have um, some new services that are going to be available through a grant. Um, we have new Chromebooks available for public use, and those will be able to be checked out at the front desk, and then uh, our patrons can find a comfortable spot here in the library, connect to our Wi-Fi, and use Chromebooks instead of the public PC station. So it'll be a new way to connect wirelessly here at the library to browse the internet. What are some of the needs that the library has right now? We have a few vacancies on the library board. Uh, We have a city seat that's vacant. We also have a county seat that's vacant, and those county seats can be uh, pretty rare to roll around. So if we have a resident of Vernon County that is interested in serving on the library board, we certainly would invite them to um, learn more about that opportunity and visit the city clerk to um, ask for an application. And we'd love to get those seats filled. We have nine members that serve on the board. Um, and we meet once per month. We try to keep the meeting to about an hour and a half or two hours on a long meeting. Um, But I think it's a great way to plug in and get involved with the library and its operations, and, and we'd certainly love to have community input and feedback on that. What are some of the main responsibilities for library board members? Yeah, so the library board, um, they are basically responsible for the financial operations of the library, um, maintaining the level of service and the daily operations 
responsibilities typically are um, on the shoulders of, of me as the director. Um, but the library board governs all of the, um, the financial side of library operations. I've also noticed, too, that uh, just through some emails and press releases from the Missouri Secretary of State, a couple of grants uh, have been sent to the Nevada Public Library over the last several months. And so what will some of those grants be used for? I think you mentioned the Chromebooks possibly, but uh, what else? Yeah, we have been so fortunate to receive three really substantial grants from the Missouri Secretary of State's office. Um, the first one that we received was called a Spotlight on Literacy, and that was um, a an initiative to build our makerspace collection. Uh, we focused on robotics, and so that was a grant that we received here at the library for $6,386. We purchased a huge collection of robotics kits, and we've packaged those kits into backpacks, and we've made them available to check out here in the library, um, but then the the user could um, explore that kit for about an hour, maybe an hour and a half here at the library, and uh, we have um, a guided activity um, sheet for each of those kits. So we, we invite families to stop by and ask about our robotics kits. We would love to um, have some of our makers and uh, kids that are interested in robotics stop in and just explore those kits and tell us what they think of them. The uh, next, it was a wonderful grant um, that was an opportunity through the CARES Act funding, and we received $11,654, and that, uh, as you mentioned, it funded the uh, Chromebook collection that we, we've just recently purchased, and we're excited about that. And you mentioned there was a third grant as well, Jody. so what was that one used for? That's our 2021 Summer Reading Program grant. We received uh, $4,070 from the Missouri State Library, and that will uh, fund a collection of books for our summer program, some craft supplies, and we have so many activities planned for all ages for the Summer Reading Program that I would love to come back uh, and do another one of these interviews in May and possibly cover more details about that Summer Reading Program then if that would be okay, Andrew. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Is there anything else you'd like to say as we wrap up? I appreciate the opportunity to share. As you can tell, we have lots of things coming up here at the library, and we've just been chugging along all year long. Um, And so we we just love being able to share the the updates with the community and, and look forward to doing it again next month. All right. Sounds great, Jody. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's Jody Polk. She's the executive director over at the Nevada Public Library. Right here on your KNEM KNMO update program, I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.